4: Don't let the bells end, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Twelve Rambles of Christmas in association with Bet Three Six Five. We're on number ten.
2: It's the business end.
1: Oh yes, it's oh.
2: business time. Don't gentlemen. let the bell end. Bells end. <laughs> Chocolate rain. We were listening to a bit of Tears on Day before we started. Mm. Let's stick that in there. i feeling never heard, I've never heard of him before. That's so strange. Mm. It is strange.
4: Mm-hmm. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. for more strangeness yeah. in the world of football that we love. Now, we love a, con- a keenly contested match in football. Hence the derby. Exactly. What we
1: talked about earlier. Exactly. Mm,
4: yeah. A good old-fashioned ding-dong where it's end-to-end from the off. When your team comes out on top of one of those matches, it's very enjoyable. I think yeah. a 4-3 mm-hmm. or a 5-4 or something like that. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Indeed, it's also enjoyable when your team absolutely tear another side to shreds. Today we're looking at the Hammering, ladies and gentlemen, starring Christopher Lee. <laughs> 1956, the Hammering, very
1: good. Hammer horror.
4: Oh my goodness! I mean, there's 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 so much it. The Hammering when when you watch a side get completely done. <laughs> but uh,
1: your positive mindset, Marcus, where you say it's always great when you see your team tear another team to pieces. Yeah, of course. When you're on the other end of it, it's, yeah. awful. it's not quite as pleasant. It no, is awful. Absolutely
3: not. I mean, how are we defining a hammering? Because we have discussed what's what over the years. I mean, yeah, is it for numbers? me, it's got to be plus five.
1: Yeah.
4: No, 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 I mean, no, no, no. Sorry. No. Five five or more. So you're saying 4
1: 0 mm. isn't a hammering?
4: It just, depends on the I, manner I'm of sorry, it. i sorry. I disagree it? with that. Because, you don't think? Yeah, no, no. Because when Milan beat Barcelona in the Champions League final, 4 0. I mean that's a hammering, especially yeah. in the context. I mean, maybe I just the got context a is standard. When Hearts beat Hibbs in the uh, <laughs> in the Scottish Cup final, you know, maybe I'm just a
3: more discerning. Uh, <laughs> Do, well, it depends because if you observe of the hammering.
4: Well, but you have you perhaps your 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 boundaries. I'm talking are, like drubbings. No, I am as well, but but you can have an extremely one-sided affair. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's not just about the scoreline, is it? I mean, you could you could come out of a game winning four 0 and it could have been eight or nine. Yeah,
4: and that's a battering.
2: I mean, that's an absolute hammering. Yeah, I think I think that that is a one, That's about as one-sided an affair as I'm having with Scarlett Johansson. Yes, it is yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Been thinking about
4: when when was it? Uh, Liverpool beat Manchester City, uh, Manchester United four-one at Old Trafford <clears> when Torres <throat> gave Vidic a terrible time. But Gerard
1: mm. scored two pounds.: Yeah, and was missed it a third. 4-1. Yeah, I think so. See,
4: in the context of that, there was a hammering. But I see what you mean. If you, I think for the purists, you're talking mm. probably four and over. Yeah, yeah, I would say. And, I or or that. certainly that, that's the
3: margin, not necessarily yeah, the okay. goal yeah, score. I think
1: that's fair. And, and I think the other thing is, it's not just about scorelines, we have to make that clear. But another thing that I feel is vital in a hammering is, and I'm talking about when you're watching it as a neutral here, mm-hmm. you see a couple of goals go in and or and there's suddenly a situation where something's happening here yeah. and Everyone mm. knows it. Yeah. Heads are going. But no, yeah, no one really knows what to do about it. So before you know it, like professional players just seem really physically drained mm-hmm. and emotionally all over the place. Managers yeah. appear instantly powerless to do anything mm. about it. Um, the atmosphere in the stadium goes weird. Yeah. And you know you're on for one. And, and sometimes it's hard to sort of really properly quantify what you're watching, but you know you've seen it. And to mm. me, that isn't necessarily. That much to do with the scoreline. Mm-hmm. That's more to do with how the game plays out. Yeah.
4: Yeah. We're, We're not th- talking about Manchester City thrashing Huddersfield at home. You can see that coming. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. talking about them smashing Man United. At the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One but yeah, the thing with that, though, as
3: well, is that for, for every. Um, for every drained player on 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 one side, the the, the, the player on, on the the side that's pump, winning pump is, is is energized. So you you get this perfect kind yeah. of they smell there blood. Needs don't to be they? an equilibrium. There needs mm-hmm. to be that balance where one team just just lose their heads and the other team are energized by it. As I say, and then you get those mad scores sure. between big teams. You're not going to get rare.
1: You're not going to get the mad score if the team who are on the up think. You know what? We've got another game on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. let's just this is or, this game's yeah, one. Let's out. try and see this one yeah. out. I like it when the manager doesn't make substitutions. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to save him for Tuesday. No, you're not. You're going to get yeah. him to score we're number gonna, two. Well, <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's if you see if you if you see the panic in the team that are losing, that's when it's as you say when you when you smell blood, and that's when you get these these delicious ones. I suppose that the, the you know Brazil Germany would be a really good oh, example yeah. of that.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, well, they, but they were they were ruthless as well. Well, I hate exactly. When, yeah. I hate it when managers do rest their players when they sort of oh, go, "We got a big match in midweek." You got. No, that's not what football is no, about. Exactly. Make something memorable yeah. for the fans. There's nothing more annoying, and I've th- I've long thought this, as,
1: you know, say you're watching a game, as a, again, as a neutral, and one team goes 3-0 up at half-time. Yeah. Mm. There's nothing more annoying than, taking when, the foot off the gas. than when the manager has obviously said to them at half-time, yeah. right, nothing silly, let's yeah. play the game out, yeah. and yeah. the game finishes 3-0. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. make I mean, it a
3: friendly for the next it's 45 annoying. minutes. Yeah, and, and it's
1: and I, and I, I, would I say, want to see people streaming out of the... F- Flipping stadium. Yeah, throw it. I want to see a season ticket thrown on the ground. <laughs> but, but usually, it always seems to be at the feet of Steve McLaren. Um, I, <laughs> Paul Lambert. And sometimes Lambo. Yeah. But <laughs> Lambo. I, I, Marcus, you said at the top of this, we all like, we all like a, um, we all like a, a, a Lambo. Affair. Yeah, a ding dong affair, like a four three or five four. And, and we do, of course. Mm. And it's great to, to go see a game where there's two teams going at it, especially mm-hmm. when it's a big game and you don't know which way it's going to swing. And that's fantastic, of course. But. I wonder if there's something about the human psyche, the same way that people slow down on the motorway to rubberneck a car accident or whatever, yeah. which is which is a, a, a very well observed phenomenon. Mm. Um, I wonder whether the drubbing, the hammering, the battering mm-hmm. is actually more enjoyable to watch
4: as a neutral, with, oh, the, oh, with yeah, kind in in a kind of weird get, way, with a sort of a, this is as an odd pleasure for me. Yeah,
1: like as so you know, sort of like a, you feel like a bit of a. Like you're, like, you're, like you're rubbernecking, basically. Yeah,
4: I know what you mean. There's, I mean, the, the, there's two great things about seeing a hammering, or, or, or two scenarios which can play out. One is when you see a really good side showing how good they are. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes when, when you watch Spanish football and Barcelona hammer some, you know, sorry bunch of That's hammering made boring, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. However, when you see um, Barcelona, the, the likes of Messi and whatnot, in full flow... You sort of think to yourself, yes, this looks like a training match, but my goodness, you know, you see the 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 players who are at the top of the profession what kicking was, ass, and what, there's something amazing. about that. What was that.
2: the Real Barca match we watched around Andy Brassel's house once? Was that a five-nil? Well, that was a hammering. Yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a classic. That was a classic. It was a
4: six-two yeah. in the. Was that the same season? Yes. Maybe I, oh, I can't remember, but it was. It was around that time. It was, it was, around, that time. Apart, it was yeah. around that time. But the other um, one, of course, is is when you see a smaller team hammer a bigger side, which is very rare, mm. and you think, damn right. Get up, get yeah. that up, yeah! <laughs> I can't, get that, I can't up ever yeah. Get remember. that. Well, up, and yeah. the,
1: which is which is why oh, I'll tell you a good one. MK Dons beating United in the League Cup under Van Gaal. They What's beat that? them quite well. They beat them quite handily. I can't remember the scoreline. I'll, t- I'll fight you. Carry on. Well, I'll I'll t- find t- out. so so
4: looking at Manchester United, said so this is why with regards to the scoreline. It can be because if it, if a side gets a couple of goals at the end mm. and makes it a little less embarrassing. But I'm talking Southampton six, Man United three. Yeah. yeah.
1: But can I just say in the League Cup in uh, in August 2014? Yeah. M.K. Don's with Will Grigg and Benik Fobi, who both scored two each, beat Man United four
4: 0 That's a hammering. That, that the that nils definitely works, isn't it? There? And Man yeah. United's
1: lineup was De Gea in goal. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Be fair, the players you'd recognise: Johnny Evans played, um, Javier Hernandez, Danny Welbeck played, Shinji Kagawa played, mm-hmm. Yan played, Pereira, who we've seen around about uh, recently. So that is a. Well, I mean,
2: should, not a team that should, should be losing four 0 Should they Peer be losing? It? That was
1: the rarest of beasts. Any team th- with
2: Shinji Kagawa in, it should be hammering and yeah, peed He was a, he was a string puller. He was a great player. Uh, he still is. And
1: the great thing about that game, just finally, Will Griggs scored two. Sixty-five minutes, subbed off. Benekofobia came on to replace him. He got a couple as well. <laughs> just having a lovely time against Man
4: United. Yeah. It's just fine. Just walking apart. What I mean, a Tuesday night treat that Man, is. Man United have been involved in some. I mean, like I said, I think the Southampton six three. I mean, Roy Keane was sent off early on. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I, I, I think like. I think you could I think you could count that. But I mean, the, it's,
3: it's a funny one that. So uh, an example would be also the the Portsmouth Reading the seven four. Did Portsmouth win that or lose that? They won road? it.
1: Yeah. They won it. So were were Reading hammered because they scored four. Yeah, it's like weird. Is- that was, from what I remember, that was more of a case of Portsmouth having a field day, but also just showing the, the, the sort of concentration you usually expect from yeah. such a team and, uh, and just conceding four, but not really caring about it.
4: Yeah, whereas, <laughs> whereas the, the, the first major hammering I can remember. I mean, and and I think it still is a joint record in, in the
2: Premier League. It was Manchester United beat Ipswich Town nine nil? Yeah, Andy cole yeah.
4: scored five goals. Yeah, that, <laughs> was the, that, was <laughs> that, I, that was the
2: one that that was on that I was going to go for. I mean, it was just incredible. Bearing in mind that um, Ipswich had beaten. United, Manchester United, earlier in the season, three two. <laughs> so it's like it I wasn't know. like it was like yeah. they were the whipping boys or anything. Didn't the keeper?
1: Didn't the Was it Craig Forrest in goal? Mm, yeah, it
2: was. Didn't yeah. he, You were saying to me, didn't didn't he? He went on to play for West, West Ham. Ham, and he I think conceded seven against them. against <laughs> wow. Man United. It's so, gone. It's yeah. gone. Man, Man, flashbacks. Man United season. have dished out some hammerings. Yeah.
4: Eight one at the City Ground. I mean, that, that's away from home. Yeah. Against a respectable club, eight one away. It's it's
3: more impressive away, isn't it? It is. It's, it's really really something. But the, going back to that Ipswich game, didn't Paul Ince take a really cheeky quick free kick in that? I think that was my introduction to the idea of the quick free kick. Was That's it? the first one I remember. Was oh, that right? I can't yeah. remember
1: the specifics of that game at all. Really. What about the eight two
3: against Arsenal? See yeah. that you, I did want to talk about that because when it happens to you, it is an it is an almost surreal feeling. Like past like past five goals, yeah, it, like. You just numb. They go in and you feel a bit sick, uh-huh. but like it almost still like it's as bad as it.
4: Oh uh, yeah, you I, have I, to, I don't do. you? Yeah, yeah. I, can, I mean, I remember when they beat Arsenal six-one. I think that was in January, was it? It was early on in the I season, mean, and Stephon Ferguson had his, um, had his nightmare. Yeah, I think I think Arsenal equalised at one point. They, they were they were up at about four or five at half time, and I remember after the match. Because Arsenal was second in the league, or certainly the most likely contenders, yeah. and Ferguson said, and this was in Jan—I'm pretty sure it was January. It was certainly it was maybe only just into the second half of the season. And Ferguson was asked, uh, or, or Ferguson said, oh, "I think it's impossible for Arsenal to catch us now." And they said, "Oh, what? So do, you, you think you've already wrapped up the league?" And then he smiled and went, "No, I didn't say that. I said it's impossible for Arsenal to catch us." And <laughs> smiled, <laughs> but, but you know
1: that 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 eight-two that was in August of so quite at the start yeah. of the season. And I remember that was. I I might be wrong here, but I think that's the first time where I was thinking because I think Arsenal had gone for a transfer and they hadn't really signed anyone Mm. and Wenger was under quite a lot of pressure and that result, it was almost a bit like, I can remember, we were doing the Ramble then and I think the chat might have been a bit around, I mean, what's what's Wenger going to do after this? Where can he go after this? Because I mean, what do you do when you're such a, a proud manager who's won so many different trophies and also, the, the, the under the undertone to this, when we talked about this in one of the earlier shows on the, on the bus stop, whatever it was, where these were rivals, right? These oh, are the yeah. guys who were, yeah. who were going at it, going at the league title. Arsenal were getting a double; they may not have win the league, and it would. And these were the only two teams that were really worth a damn mm. for a long time. And it, and suddenly, Ferguson's United are still right at the top of the tree, and Wenger's been resorted to this. It was it had a big effect, I think, on the on the psyche of Arsenal fans and their attitude oh, towards Wenger,
4: great. and rightly so. I think even even Ferguson said after that game, the eight two. He said, um, "I don't think we need to be Arsenal. You know, we need to show a bit more respect." He he was a little embarrassed. Yeah, he he was, and I, I suppose he, he, it's easy to say that when you've just handed out a hammering yeah. like that. But I think it was really interesting. As the, and as the, as the, Germans, like, as the
1: Germans were against, but Brazil, by the way, of course.
4: Didn't stop them, though.
1: No, yeah. but they did say, apparently they had a conversation at halftime. Tony yeah. Crows was saying they had a conversation said, look, come on.
4: Yeah, they didn't need to go and score a couple more in second. second. <laughs> <after. laughs> need <laughs> to? No. So, <laughs> you know, they wanted to fill their bits. Right, gentlemen, after the break, a little more hammerings chat.
1: Planning for your next trip?
0: And Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
4: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Football Ramble. It's the 12 Rambles of Christmas, number 10. Yes, I mentioned there that Alex Ferguson was a little bit embarrassed, and Germany uh, spoke about that at half-time. Didn't stop either of them though, of course. (laughs) Um, In Italy, the hammering is actually, or traditionally, has been frowned upon over the years. Not so much these days, I think, because Juventus have racked up a few wins. I remember Inter winning 7-0 away from home not that long ago. But in youth games, I think they they used to, I don't know if they still do, they used to stop the match if it got to 4-0. That's really interesting. Yeah.
3: Because it's, what are you it's, learning? It's there? not like it's a
1: tap that you turn on and off, is it? <laughs> no, I, 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 think, a... I think that's the right thing to do. I think you acknowledge that the game's won. at
2: that age. You acknowledge the game's won. Right. There's no
1: point seriously psychologically impairing young players. On the no, other but board. I think. In a bad but, day but, out. but
2: rescuing a but rescuing a terrible situation isn't that part of um, well, I think every they, footballer's? Sure, but I think once once you get, I mean, I don't know if it's four, but if it is four, then fine. But mm. I, it, I mean, you can imagine when you if get it's five nine, or six, yeah, not if it, gonna, yeah, if it's if it's about yeah. nine or ten, yeah, fair dudes, that's done. But like four. Does nobody remember the Arsenal? <laughs> <personal
4: match>? <laughs> 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 well, that's a good. point. You won't he, let us forget
2: it. That's but a he, second half hammering, if yeah. anything. Yeah. But surely that's you know that's
3: a, where you learn some grit and determination and mm. steel. That like maybe there's twenty minutes to go and you've you four 0 down, but you know you you want to you learn to be better in that last 20 minutes and you, you sure. grow from that and I, th- I, I think, think as, that's as
2: they odd... say you know the most dangerous skyline is 4-0 <laughs> well, you know,
1: Jim you've hit on something there because I remember when I was um, a kid playing for a team and, or playing for my team or whatever and if we got beaten heavily at, in the first half I remember our manager really saying to us look you've got to go out and win the second half now. You've got to treat it like a mini game. You've got to go and find a bit of self-respect. It doesn't matter if you lose 6-2, you've got to win that second half 2-0. Because where I grew up playing football, there was quite a few teams who were really, really good. Mm. So you'd always know you get battered by them. Mm. And I think it was important for us to learn. And and having said what I've said earlier, yeah, I don't think I would be that happy even at that age if I had to stop the game early because of of that, you know.
3: Because that's, I mean, it's pretty much throwing the towel in isn't it it's, it's like it's, next it's, goal it's rolling wins, over and four, isn't it? showing your belly <laughs> 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 one, one hammering
1: yeah one having that, that, that really um, shows you how fast football moves is um, when sven Erickson's Eriksson's Man City were beaten 8-1 by Middlesbrough yeah, yep last day of the
3: season wasn't it <laughs> yeah I
1: think it was Sven's last day in the game in charge yeah, as well you'd hope <laughs> yes. he, he was gone
4: he was gone I yeah. think it was it was it uh, Shinawatra he was yeah. in charge at yeah. the time. He, Sven was already on his way out. That, I, I mean, was that a parting shot? D-Mob <laughs> D-Mob happy.
1: D-mob happy. What, like a the... parting
3: shot. Yeah. You'll you do anything for your man, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> he won't for his. It's
1: all part of the grand plan, not it? It's all part of the grand plan.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. All right, then. Um, yeah. Have that. Yeah, so-and-so. I witnessed a hammering once. It might be the only massive hammering I've ever mm. seen. It was um, at Chelsea when they beat Aston Villa 8-0 in 2002. And uh, sorry, 2012, rather. 8-0 it was. And I'm not joking. Brad Guzan had a good game. Yeah. (laughs) He made some saves in that game. It was. Help us out, lads. It was so strange. And and when it's a bigger side beating uh, a poorer side, there's a real. I suppose almost carnival atmosphere and a and a and a, and a bigger boy kind of yeah another
2: one. Yeah, you yeah. can
4: see the away fans are bloody miserable, you know. Yeah. Mm. Then it's a cold day. It was in the winter and so on. But when it's a bigger side, it's almost it's it's unsurprising. Whereas when you have a smaller side rack up a load of goals, they're almost a bit like laughing yeah. when the fifth or the Can't sixth. They're like, this is I've never seen. Some people have never seen their side score six goals in a game. I don't yeah. think
1: I've I've not been at a game where it's been 8-0, 8-0 I don't think not no. a professional I've game I've
3: seen either. a 7-0 it was Arsenal beat Slavia Praha and it, it was magnificent yeah. even though it's a team you'd expect them to beat the sure. fact that beating them that well and that you know that by that sort of score it, it really was a magnificent yes yeah. but cool.
1: you, you mentioned Brad Guzan there playing alright I mean I interviewed Chris Kirkland for a Ramble meet as mm-hmm. you guys know and he was in the goal when Spurs beat Wigan 9-1 in 2009 oh, I mean
4: yeah that's a
1: hammer a couple, th- couple of things about that one is that I I felt the same thing I watched that game in or highlights of that game in preparation for the interview because I knew it would come up mm-hmm. um, and I thought I'll, I'll see what that land is see if I mention that or not but if I do I need to know what it's about so I watched and, and I, I came away from it from it thinking basically poor bastard because he yeah. makes some alright saves in that game wasn't it one all at half time it was 1-0 it was at half time Gordon yeah. Bennett and um, and the thing Chris Kirkland actually said in the interview, and it's obviously available if you want to go listen to it, if you haven't already, is he said that the first thing he said after the game back in the dressing room, yeah. like before anyone goes anywhere, these fans have come a long way that's right. from 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 Wigan down to London.
4: We need to pay for their travel. Let's give them something to remember. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and one, and one, one player refused.
4: It's interesting. What, so I don't uh, care. We, I'm we, not bothered. We, I don't care. We're getting off course slightly, but it yeah, is but, uh, interesting. That's 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 what, what I'm saying. No, it, what, His not, comments were very interesting.
1: It's, right? it's not, of course, but just purely because hammerings affect people in certain ways and give people and you find out about people's characters in those situations that's what I was going to say and
4: they found out about an unnamed he he
1: wouldn't name him but I think it was
2: Hugo (laughs) Rodiega
4: well we we can only speculate of course Uh, Peter Newcastle eight Sheffield Wednesday nil.
2: Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> remember right, that one. Um, more importantly, I think like the derby results for uh, for them against Sunderland have been quite interesting. I remember a kid when I think Sunderland had, be- had been beaten five um, one with uh, Kevin Nolan getting a couple and mm-hmm. Shola, of course, putting it away. Remember a lovely um, volley in that game from Shola. Yeah. And um, which rarely happens, and um, and I remember one kid going. I think it was nine one nine one. He had his hands up to make yeah. like the nine signal, one uh, signal. That was nineteen oh eight. That's what we spoke about. It lives one. long in the memory. <laughs> when talking about
4: derbies, we were talking about the one in Uruguay and so on. That there's an extra something when a hammering happens mm. in a derby. Well, but that's how you. That's where the emotion comes in, isn't it? And
3: yeah. that's where the, the you know the sort of the the kind of perfect almost Goldilocks zone I mean, we were talking about earlier. Mm. Um, of where one team are energised by the other team <laughs> yeah. losing their heads in a derby that has amplified
4: so much totally yeah and and that's where I mean 1908 you know people remember <laughs> that stuff I mean the child was about 10 <laughs> no, but, but it's still there like that happened and, and, yeah. and when it's a derby game I mean Man City beating Manchester United 6-1 at the Swamp mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the spell was broken yeah oh that was a
3: real turning point it was it? that was a really significant uh, moment and that's that <laughs> yeah. But can that's be the
4: symbolic. power these things have. I think. I think, yeah. I think some Manchester City fans may well think that's their their most cherished memory. of mm. Being a Manchester City fan, it wouldn't and surprise I, and, me. And I
2: think like people who uh, maybe have only just started enjoying football and uh, enjoying the football ramble less uh, will, remem- will won't <laughs> remember the fans on Sky used to have mm, yeah. uh, two random fans just sat in uh, in a studio. I mean, they weren't doing, random. They're doing, basically
1: out of work actors <laughs>
2: <they>? <laughs> doing uh, doing uh, the, the sort of. Um, the commentary. Uh, commentary. Alternative covent, uh, commentary, uh, and the ones they chose on the day was a rampant kind of like maniac kind of Man City fan, and the other one was was not a Manchester blo- United fan because the yes. Manchester United fan hadn't turned up. Yeah, so oh, is that right? Inside yeah. information. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So he the was poor bloke was sat there yeah, being he was of course He was of course from London. I think he was a Manchester United fan, but he was definitely second. He, he wasn't was definitely. He should, He wasn't meant to be doing it. Yeah, he right. wasn't meant to be doing it. But he's still a Man United. But fan. the guy,
1: was, the Man City guy, was the most obnoxious bloke. Yeah, but. But that, was not sure but that was really
3: out the outpouring. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, yeah, but he was really endearing with it, wasn't he? Because he kept pumping his fist and going,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> but that was it, That, that, that was the. To, um, for to years. Take it. That was why that hammering was so important for them. Years and years they'd been second best yeah. in that city. Distinctly second best. Yeah. In fact, you could even call them yeah. third best for crying and out the, loud. Yeah, and know. this
3: wasn't a result where it's like, all oh, right, you're going to get one here and there. It's like, yeah. okay, were, we've asserted our dominance right? yeah. Man United it, now. There was I'm certainly no talk long about long them time.
1: going easy on their opponent. <laughs> it, yeah.
3: uh, it was magnificent. I think another one that actually massively goes under the radar in this conversation when, when people have it up and down the land is when Chelsea beat Wigan eight nil to win the title. In yes, 20, in 2010 on the last day they did, didn't they? Like that, that, that was the season classic.
1: after they lost nine one to Wigan. Uh, That's to, to Spurs. Yes, sorry. yeah. yeah.
3: Well, they're, they're good value for a hammering yeah.
4: Wigan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but not in would, the way you'd hope. No, it would, it would appear. I mean, that you know, the, the the ultimate sort of big team really showed their dominance mm. against a smaller. And team. And I think
1: I think to sum up the reason I think the reason this is popping, the reason this made our list when we were deciding is because it's. It's the drama of it, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's it's not the enjoying football for football's sake, like a four-three with amazing. Because fo- what happens if if there's a four-three, right? You sometimes talk about the great attacking play, but more often than not, people talk about the poor defending, right? Yes. And you can analyse that, and you can enjoy it because it's 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 football. It's back and forth, and it's a competition. This is all about the drama of it. If you flick the telly on a Sunday and it's Newcastle Wolves with respect to Newcastle and Road, Wolves, you're not you're not you're not you know looking forward to that all week, right? Mm-hmm. But if it turns out to be nine 0 to Wolves, yeah, yeah you're gonna, we're going to be talking yeah. about that in ten years' time. Well, it's one of yeah. the best
3: things that that um, Pompey Reading game. Um, it was one of those things where if you hadn't seen the results and you sat down for a Match of the Day and Portsmouth Reading oh, yeah. up yeah, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go, oh, mate. "Hang yeah. on, yeah. what has gone on but here?" That was, a weird, that was a weird
1: combination between a hammering and a, and a yeah. ding dong. But yeah, you
3: know, similar, similar thing. I know what you also, mean. Also, as well, goals are the best bit. We're going to yeah. simply really boil yeah. it down. Goals yeah. are the best bit. Let's You're have
4: right. loads. You're absolutely right. England, <laughs> England uh, beating Germany 5-1. Can't yeah. let it go without having that in there. Uh, right. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> kind of yeah. The
1: big one. Okay, the big one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and who was in charge? Oh, yes. Svenny Emil Heskey in the yeah. six-yard box. Yeah.
4: 5-1, <laughs> <laughs> even Heskey scored. Mm. Yeah. Lovely old job. Well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to number 10 of the 12 rounds of Christmas in association bet Bed365. We're back tomorrow with uh, the penultimate episode of the 12 Mm. Rambles of Christmas. You'd be a Grinch to miss it. Say goodbye, gentlemen. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Season's greetings and a happy
1: new year.
2: This was a Radio Stakhanov production.